0: It's showtime, baby. So welcome to the very first episode of a podcast that I am calling Chronic Chats. And I am your host, spokesperson. I'm, I'm the person in charge. So a little bit about who I am for those who don't know who I am. My name is Tiana. I am 30 years old. And just a little light dusting of who I am, more like the dating app version of who I am, is I love to travel. I I love to travel to places that involve water. More on that in a little bit. Um, I love to bake. I am not ever going to be on the British baking show or Food Network baking shows, but I do enjoy baking. I don't know. There's some kind of cathartic there's some kind of cathartic therapy to baking. I think some of you out there will know exactly what I'm talking about. But uh, trying new restaurants, that's my favorite thing to do with friends. So, you know, a lot of people ask a lot of people ask, what's your hobbies, Diana?" I don't have hobbies. I don't. I mean, could you call baking a hobby? Yeah, maybe. Traveling a hobby, yeah, okay. But they're not it's not like a hobby, like I don't quilt any woodworking you know i'm not i'm not i don't know creating an etsy shop in my backyard I don't have some weekly yoga class I go to you know i don't have I don't have hobbies but there are things I like to do, and my favorite thing to do with friends is definitely to try new restaurants. In fact, if you ask anyone who's ever traveled with me, um, yeah, I care about the destination, but beyond that, I literally do not care about anything. I don't care where we're staying, I don't care about our transportation, I don't care about the sights we're gonna see. My part, my whole entire part of planning the trip is purely based around where we're we gonna eat. And I know <laughs> that probably sounds so bad. But, um, for my fellow foodies, you'll know what I'm talking about. I just feel like planning a trip and knowing all the places that you need to try all the holes in the wall, all the, um, Michelin star restaurants, all the restaurants and bakeries that you've seen on Instagram. I mean, let me tell you some of the best food I've ever had came from researching restaurants before I went on a trip. Just going to put it out there. It works. Okay. Okay. Beyond that, I am obsessed with the ocean. I'm obsessed with water in general. I think water for almost every human is a sort of therapy. And for me, it's one of the only therapies that truly reaches my soul. Um, Reading books doesn't do it for me. Going to the gym doesn't do it for me. Um, Writing out my thoughts in a journal doesn't do it for me. You know what does it for me? Sitting down on a beach, whether it be a lake, the ocean, or even a riverbed. And just sitting there, observing the waves, observing the water ripples, just listening, dousing myself in the whole experience, um, that is that's my therapy, and so um yeah i'm I'm obsessed with water, and you know the age old question of mountains or water, dirt or water, it's always going to be water for me, yeah. I am the standard definition of a Capricorn. If you haven't figured that out by now, I'm, I'm ambitious. I'm hardworking. I'm one of those Capricorns that believes my worth and my value is purely dependent on what I do, what I can bring to the table, which is very toxic. I understand. And I'm working on that. There's a lot of advantages to being a Capricorn. Get a lot of shit done. Um, And I really enjoy my vantage point. Um, I enjoy seeing the world through those lenses. And if zodiac signs and astrology is not your jam, don't worry. This podcast isn't all things astrology, but I, I will say that um, it's something that I'm fascinated with. I'm, I'm really fascinated with personalities, anything that tests a human, um, anything that you can quantify a human, like a personality test, a zodiac sign, Enneagrams, any of that shit, I am huge fan of. Um, you know, I don't live and breathe by it all, but yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say, don't hate me if I ask you what your Enneagram sign is or when you were born or what your personality letters are. That's just my thing. And uh, I enjoy it. People are fascinating to me. I have a service dog who, God, if you could see her right now, it's currently, what time is it? It's 1130 at night. And she is totally passed out next to me. It's way past her bedtime. And actually, it's a great time to do this podcast because if I did it in the morning or the daytime, she'd be grunting and groaning and tossing her baby around and making all kinds of noises. But I love her. She is a medical service dog. When I first got her, I wasn't entirely sure if she could be a service dog for me. Um, At that time, my health was... Not doing very well. Um, I'll get into that later, but I, ha- I I did not I did not know how bad it would eventually get. And let's just say, you know, when I got her, she was unexpected. she was not planned. I feel like I'm talking about a surprise pregnancy. But it kind of was, you know. Um, that story in a nutshell was my, my ex really wanted me to uh, seize puppies. Basically, I lived in Boise, Idaho, and every Saturday, Boise had this tradition for a long time where puppy breeders would bring the new puppies every Saturday in front of Cabela's, and people could come and look at them and adopt them. And he wanted me to see this, and of course, anybody who's ever met me knows that I cannot, I can't look at a dog, I can't look at a puppy. Meaning like, I can't look at it and not take him home. And I had been wanting a golden retriever for a very long time. That's a story for another day. But I had been wanting a golden retriever for so long. And I had been telling myself, you're not getting a dog until you have a house that has a backyard. You're completely done with school. You're, you know, you're stable. You're not traveling around a bunch. You know, I just really felt like I needed to be that responsible dog parent. And all of that was smart. Um, very perfectionist of me, very like, in tune with who I am. But that's not exactly how it was meant to work out. And I'm so grateful for that. Because what ended up happening is uh, he took me against my will, we were running errands, and he pulled into the parking lot before I realized what was happening. And I got out of the car, turned around. And I saw this little mashed potato. We're talking white, golden mashed potato. Lump of mashed potatoes sitting in a playpen across the parking lot. She was staring at me with her little head up against the pen. All of her brothers and sisters were out playing with other new prospective owners. She was in there all by herself with her head up against the pen. And I walked over to her. I picked her up and I never put her down. That's the story, guys. So, her name is Paisley. She is an English cream golden retriever. She is uh, about to turn four years old, and she is the love of my life. So, that's kind of the dating version of who I am. But the punchline, <clears throat> the punchline thread of my life is that I'm chronically sick. And the way I see it is everyone has a story. Everyone has a story. We thrive on stories as humans. Literally everything that we do, everything we're obsessed with, always boils down to a story. Literally, I dare you right now to DM me with one thing that we are obsessed with as humans that does not boil down to a story. Go ahead. Seriously. I just don't, I cannot think of one thing That doesn't boil down to a story. And everyone's story has at least one very unique thread. Not not the thread itself necessarily, although that could be, but how that thread was woven into every other section of their story, right? How it looked, how it felt, how it shaped you, how you saw it, how you came to own that thread. Everyone's got that. And I've been told that a lot of my threads are unique, but the one that this podcast is going to center around is how chronic illness has colored my entire story. Now, I do want to say, I, I want to put this out there that this podcast isn't going to center solely around my story. Okay. Um, this is a place where, yes, I will be sharing my experiences over the last 21 years of being sick. I will share how it started, um, how I coped, you know, I'll share how I advocated for myself, what I saw, what I learned, where I'm at, how I finally found answers, what treatment has been like, all of that. Yes, that is definitely a big part of this podcast, but I want this to be a place where, where we can chat. I mean, I called it chronic chats for a reason, but I want this to be a place where others in and around the same world of chronic disease, chronic illness, chronic fatigue um, can feel safe. You know, I will be at some point after a few episodes, I will be inviting other people to come onto the podcast and talk about their experiences, other spoonies. Now, if that term is something you're unfamiliar with, we will explain that a little later but I want to invite other Spoonies to talk about their experiences and their journeys and their fight um, through the medical system, through a world that isn't very accessible for them, for us. Uh, At some point, I will also be bringing on doctors um, to get their kind of their point of view, their perspective, alliances, organizations. Basically, I want this to be a place where if you're sick, you feel heard, you feel seen, and you learn some tricks on how to get through this because this whole world, is a very complex world for anybody but if you're sick it's just another it's just a whole nother dimension and if you're not sick if you're listening to this right now and you're like I'm gonna turn this off because I'm not sick hold on if you're not sick but you have a friend or family member that is part of this chronic club then this is a space for you to better learn what they're going through and how you can really make a difference for them you know this generation is really digging into empathy, right? Empathy is not a word that was used very often, even 10 or 15 years ago. Not that it was a complete uh, enigma, but it's not something that was as, um, I guess it wasn't a term that was used so widely as it is now. And people talk about empathy and people talk about mental health and people talk about understanding other people and walking in other people's shoes but the reality is, is how can you do that unless either you've experienced it or you're willing to listen? And that's what the space is for is, is if you're not sick, but you want to be able to have that empathy for someone that you care about, that is in this space that you don't understand, this is this is a place for you to learn, Um and if you're not sick and you don't know anyone's sick, then this is a great place for you to learn empathy in a way you never have. So that's what I want for this podcast. Like I said, it, it can go a lot of directions. And honestly, it was not my intention to start a podcast. It never even occurred to me. But, you know, I believe that... I don't believe that everything happens for a reason, but I do believe that you can gain things from everything that happens. But what I do think is that if something comes up repeti- repetitively in your life... Like if you hear something repeatedly, I do tend to think that that is a little bit of a, of a a nudge from the universe. God, whatever you believe in. And for me, the podcast is just that. The podcast is something that got brought up so many times that I finally had to face the music that this is maybe something that I should go ahead and dive into. Um, so I just want to be transparent in the fact that I didn't create this podcast with an agenda. I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm excited. And if you're listening to this right now, I just want to tell you, thank you for being here. It means a lot to me. Um, I'll explain more in upcoming episodes as to just how much interaction means to me now, after going through this particular year, 2022, Um, interaction on social media, interaction through these podcasts, interaction through any kind of medium that we use in this day and age right now, used to be a very passive thing for me. But I'm going to tell you that without giving a lot away, that my entire outlook on engagement and interaction has changed dramatically. And what I'll leave you with is just the fact that I'm grateful that you're here. I'm grateful that you're listening. Um, I'm grateful that you're joining me. I'm grateful for those who have circled me with support and love and I'm just thankful. So, That is it for my intro episode. I just kind of wanted to introduce myself in a very light, breezy way. Like I said, dating app version. Um, But in upcoming episodes, especially in the next um, two to three episodes, I'll be digging in deeper into my story and where this is headed. So thank you and good night.